Welcome to this presentation from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. We are located in the greater Los Angeles area at 9820 Lakewood Boulevard in Downey, California. We would love to have you worship with us any Saturday you are in our area. Today's message is Resilient Faith. Now, here's Pastor Kerry. Praise God. Travis, I think the story, the names were changed to William and Travis. <laughs> Anyways, praise God. Well, here's something new. I have something not only to, to lean on with Jesus, I have something to lean on here. Around. So, so this, is, this is cool. All right. Today we're going to talk about resilient faith. Resilient faith. Resiliency was a word that came to my attention this summer. Um, let me pray before I share that part. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for this great day, this opportunity to be uh, with each other, this church family. Um, Father, I just pray that you continue to guide us as we worship and recognize that you are here with us. Your Holy Spirit is leading us, and um, and we help us never um, take for granted what it means the Creator of the universe caring for us right here, right now. And help us, Lord, um, as you are strong for us. Uh, may we rely on your strength in the way we live our lives. Thank you, Father, in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So resiliency became a buzzword in my life this year, this summer. I was at a medical dental retreat, and I found out this information that there was a medical school where three residents had committed suicide that year. And it's seemingly an epidemic of the stress it takes for someone to go through medical school and, and, and go through residency and to be a physician. It just seemed like it was one of, of seriousness to where a lot of people are, were not able to overcome. So there was this um, a, a lady, a, one of the professors of the school, had decided they need to do something about this. And they presented a seminar at these medical dental retreat about resiliency, the word resiliency. Because the reality is, we kind of live in this stage, let's blame it on the millennials. It's always the millennials, right? It's all their fault, right? But they're talking about how the millennials, they're the ones, you know, they, they get trophies for everything. I don't care if I won. As long as I showed up for one practice, I get a trophy. As long as my parents really paid for the trophy, I get a trophy. Right? Or, and that we, you know, we're, we become so protective of our um, children or so on that they're not able to be strong when it comes to the time of need. And then the, the, 
the reality of medical school and residency program is the work, whatever it and the study, it all needs to be done. There is nothing we can change. Everybody will say, well, if you didn't work me so hard, or if we didn't study so hard, I wouldn't have this this stress. But the reality is they can't change it. They need to learn it. So what do we do? Well, let's talk about resiliency. Let's be let's get them to be resilient, learning to handle stress um, and their problems. So, and we're talking today, resilient faith. Um, my, obviously, my topic here is, how is your faith? When it comes time to, when something is happening in your life that is, that is hard, do you give up? Or are you strong? And so, that's what we're going to talk about today. 2 Timothy 1 says, 1, 7 says, For the Spirit of God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. So according to this, when we have God in our lives, we are not timid, but we have power. Power. Do you feel like you have power in your life? Are you living your life? You're going to work and you're facing your spouse or you're you're facing your children or you're facing the traffic with power or are we living life as if we're timid the advantage of coming to an encounter with God is that God wants to give you power to go through life for us to not be timid you know, there was an interesting um, TED Talk by Angela Duckworth. She was a, a professor, and then she became a teacher, a professor, and a study of a professor. And she said, why are some people more successful than others? Their answer was, talent was the most common answer. And she would do studies, and it didn't matter where, whether they were born in Compton, or born in San Marino, or Beverly Hills, or wherever. Actually, she did her study, I believe, in Chicago. But anyways, it didn't matter what the social economic class a student was in. They found one thing that made someone successful. It was one characteristic emerged as a significant predictor of success, and it was grit. Grit, true grit, right? John Wayne, right? <laughs> um, but grit was the most determining factor of success when it comes to to people, to students. And so, ask yourself, how is your grit? Um, how is your makeup? Again, are we strong, or do we fall when things don't go our way? Um, so, and then remember this, maybe you don't have the disposition of being strong, right? Maybe you're, you see the giants in your life and you kind of want to hide. But remember what I just read. 
God, creator of the universe, when we come to him, he gives us power for us to not be timid over these things. Which means if you are feeling less gritty at times, right, right, less gritty, if you're feeling that way, it's our time. What do we do with that? Our time to go to God. Lord, give me strength. Help me through this. And then this is a time to not necessarily have to believe in yourself, but believe in the power of God. There may be times where you say, oh, no way I can do this. I remember one time, maybe my brother will hear this sermon. This is Daryl and Carrie. I'm brave enough to admit it, Travis. (laughs) Right? My brother, Daryl, who I just baptized... He was a little worried about me baptizing him because he thought I might hold him under way too long. Because he's older than me and we share a room and he used to beat me up all the time. I remember I used to get, I got better at him at basketball. But he'd get so mad at me for beating him, I had to just let him win. Hopefully I got that in video. So, right? But then I remember one time he was like getting mad at me. And, you know, I'm a pastor. I'm a pacifist. You know, I don't believe in fighting. But I remember one time he was like, he was glitting on my case. And I turned around and I socked him. All right. Guess what? It stunned him so much. He had never hit me again. All right. But in my life, okay. Violence is not the answer to your problems. Everybody say that. Violence is not the answer to your problems. All right. But in this occasion, I, all my life, too afraid, scared to handle this situation. But one time, I got the strength. It didn't come from me. It came from God to come and smack him. And all is done. Right? So, right. Yeah, we can look at it. Well, there's the mental makeup of the person, right? Some people are more grittier than others. According to Angela Duckworth, um, yeah, maybe so. But when we have God on our side, we can do all things. Right? Who strengthens us. He can do all things that strengthen us. Romans. Later, we're going to do the Bible study on Romans. We are more than conquerors when we were in Christ Jesus. You can live out. You can go into your homes and you're wondering where there is. In fact, Jesus came on this earth really to fight the oppressors. The religious oppressed, the economic oppressed. He came to fight the oppressors. If you're feeling oppressed in any way in your your life, you're feeling timid and and you're, 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 you're... Don't feel like you can overcome these things. God is there to strengthen you. Second Corinthians 4, 6 says, 
For God who said, let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Is there darkness in this world? Yes. Yeah. There's tremendous darkness in this world. So there's not the only purpose. This isn't a self-help talk. The only purpose is for you to, to master yourself and to, to become the people you want to be, to be great and all that. There is darkness in this world. And God calling upon us to be strong, to be a light to this world. To not be timid. To shine bright His glory and what He's done for us. And then it says, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. You know what the significance of jars of clay? Like the Dead Sea Scrolls, they found these, these jars and inside of them were these scrolls that helped us show that, man, the Bible, that's pretty accurate. But what he's talking about is that on the outside, we may be just like clay, molded clay. And guess what? Clay is not that strong. You can take a rock and break the clay. Yes, that's us. That's me. It's easy to break me. But inside is hidden treasures. It's God in us to become strong. We become strong in the presence of the Lord. And then, we are afflicted in every way, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not driven to despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Resiliency. This is resiliency. I don't, I know, yes. Life can be hard. We have our challenges. But with God, we have his power. And if you feel overwhelmed, you know, don't get down on yourself. Sometimes you need to share that with your brothers and sisters in Christ. Remember last week we talked about the power in numbers, right? You're feeling like you're down and you're, you're alone. And sometimes you might need to, to rely on someone else to help you with that power that we're looking for. And do that. This isn't, a, this isn't a message for you to feel guilty if you feel weak about certain things. This is a message to uplift you, to realize you have access to this power and how to utilize it. And sometimes we do need each other for that power. But, but it's Christ that gives us that power to, to accomplish all things. And then, finally, it says, always carrying the body of the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. What it's saying is that let's, as we live our lives, let us carry what Jesus has done for us. Carry it with us everywhere we go. It says, always carry what Jesus has done for us. 
And as we do that, then, then we become strong. Christ is manifested in us. Yes, we are humble and meek. Blessed are the meek. They will rule the earth, inherit the earth. Right? Yes. Who am I? I'm just a, a little guy with a little job, doing little things. But in little things, Christ can use us in big ways. It's not how we see ourselves. It's how we see God in us. Let us not hide and run away from what God is doing in us. Let us be strong. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much. Thank you so much for how you work in our lives. You lead us and, and you help us every day. Some days we're just getting by, just getting through it. But Father, help us take this message and recognize, as I shared, as, as Paul shared, we are more than conquerors. You have so much more for us to experience. So we, you have, you've given us your power. You've given us a light for us to shine. Let us not hide it under a bushel. Let it shine because of the power you give us, because of the resiliency that is in our faith in you. We pray these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. We hope you have been blessed by this message from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. You can find more messages at www.downeychurch.org. God bless.